Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ground control to Major Tom. Ground control to Major Tom. Take your protein pills and put your helmet on. Just put it on top. Seven. <laughs> Six. I think we're counting in the wrong Already? place. Okay. Yeah. Five. Commencing countdown engines. Four point five. Three. Check ignition and make tunes love one. with you. Lift off. Lift, lift off. Yes. I put it to right. This is ground control to Major Tom. Can we just right? Obviously, yeah. Without, yeah, I love Bowie. Love a bit of Bowie. He was right good. He was he was very good. What kind of astronaut needs to be told to put his helmet on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like. This this is actually a song about the worst astronaut ever. He's a rogue, rogue astronaut. Take your protein pills and put your helmet on. Like, as if he's just sitting there, Tom. ready for takeoff, and he's Tom. not fucking put it on. Imagine being his co-astronaut. Tom, can Tom. you stop playing Angry Birds? Tom, Tom, put your, Tom, Tom, put your helmet on. Uh, excuse me? Take your protein pills. Uh, uh, what, sorry, what's my name? Tom. No, what's my name? <sighs> Major Tom. Yeah, Major Tom. Yeah, don't forget who's in charge here, prick. Right. Okay. All right, sorry, what did you say? Could you put your pro- take your protein pills and put your helmet? Well, I'll put my helmet on. on so I don't die, but I'm not hungry. And you're moving in a rather regular way. Maybe later you'll be moving like, in a rather peculiar way. Like, check ignition and may God's love be with you. Like, I don't think the astronaut checks. It's not like a car. No. Like, check ignition. Just check. No. Can you just check the motor's running? Yeah. This is Major Tom to ground control. Hi, Tom. What's up? I'm stepping through the door. Okay. Maybe if he wasn't singing, have you, got you wouldn't have on? lost control of his fucking ship. <laughs> yeah, no. Well, was maybe, it story? maybe don't sing to, to ground control, Tom. Is, is that and what then, happens? Yeah, because he's singing to them. So he's... And so, I what? think my spaceship knows which way to go. <laughs> so, hang on, hang on. So the, the song is about Major Tom, who flies a spaceship and just fucks around and doesn't listen to mission control. Yeah. And, and like, then just totally just fucks it. Is that it? Is that the song? Yeah, and then he go he goes into space and he goes, This is ground control to Major Tom. You've really made the grade and the papers want to know whose shirts you wear. Well there you go. That's a good line. I like that it's line. It's famous. Because it's like a bit trite. It's notorious. But equally, it doesn't seem like he's done that much to get himself into space. You know? What? Do you think it's a bit and of a And now show it's party? time to leave the capsule if you dare. Yes, I dare. Right. He's a fucking astronaut. Mm-hmm. It's not a big deal. Yeah. For him, he's trained to do it. Well, he probably puked up a few times on the centrifugal G-force thing that you have to do. You know that thing? You, they spin you around. Yeah, I went on one of and those. Your face does this. What do you mean you went on one? When I was at the space camp, when I was a kid. Bulls- bullshit. I did. You went on one. I went up to four G. You went to four G. Yeah. Wow. Ironic that everyone gets that on their phone now. Yeah. Um, 
But yeah, I just think mm. I just think the song is about the worst astronaut of all time. Yeah. They're like really talking him through it. Here am I sitting in a tin can, mm-hmm. far above the moon. Planet Earth is blue, and there's mm. nothing I can do. What's wrong with it being blue, Tom? Yeah. Why do you want to change the color of the planet? Is that what that line's about? No, I don't think it's. Planet about that. Earth is blue, and there's nothing I can do. When did the song come out? 1994 no it didn't it did yeah same year as Friends <laughs> in fact it was one of the songs they were considering yeah it was yeah, the yeah. opening sequence yeah. they found it a bit of a bit of a, bu- do you know, a buzzkill do you want a little bit of trivia about the Friends theme tune do you know who wrote it no so it was sung by a rich man it was sung a by rich man the Rembrandts wrote. yeah yeah that's right <laughs> their only song their only song really. <laughs> yeah but if you're going to have one song yeah but do you know who wrote it um the, the three people that created Friends so the Rembrandts basically probably haven't made that much money off it yeah like they get they get PPL from it which mm-hmm. is that they played the instruments and sang it but the real money is who wrote the song and it's the three people that created the show wow who made all the money from the Friends theme tune no flies on them yeah they just thought Do you know they what? just went well let's make some more money here. yeah isn't that amazing <laughs> very entrepreneurial yeah there aren't many shows where the writer wrote the theme tune or the creator wrote the theme tune mm. you know mm. and uh, they gave it initially REM were going to do it yeah. really yeah how would that go so no one told me life was gonna be this way your job's a joke you thought it'd never be this way. I'll be there for you when the rain starts to pour. I'll be there for you like you've been there be, 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 be before. I'll be there for you like you've been there before. You're there for me too. 90s. Anyway, no, that's not happened. But yeah, uh, Space Oddity. Yeah. Sorry, just uh, we got sidetracked there. Yeah. Um, uh, it's a good song. I like it. I think it's strong. Uh, it's it is poetic. a good song. It is a good song. It's but abstract. I just think there's a few lyrical inaccuracies. And I'm very aware, as I'm saying this, that I'm sort of shitting on Bowie, which is really bad. Yeah, don't, I, feel, I don't feel good inside right now. Don't shit on Bowie. You can't you shit can, on you Bowie. You can't really get your shit on Bowie, can you? You can't shit on Bowie. But I just think, you know, he... Not he, in the eyes of people. He, he, he would have known to put his helmet on and also stop singing. Right. When you're in space, and you, it's, a, it's a stressful job. Right. manning a spaceship on okay. your own and he's up there on his own when do astronauts go into space on their own I don't think the song is a documentary do you I, think I don't it think is. it's an accurate kind of you know I don't think they listen to it spe- you know yeah that NASA. guy sang it in space the guy that you like because he's bald no it's called what who, What the guy who sings songs there's that astronaut the, the American one. Oh, who's the one that you liked well the guy there's one called Tim Peake oh you liked him because his name's Tim no well he was the first Brit on the International Space Station and but it's all been done before but that show showboating American twat who oh. <laughs> did uh, you did sing Bowie, yeah. Ground Control, yeah. Oh, speaking of which, by the way, last week on the show, I got a few tweets. Right. I made two mistakes oh. on the show last week. I said the, the a, <laughs> I said a, <laughs> so who, correct, who corrected you? Some, some, some fucking, excuse me. Some, some nerds. I think you'll find. This is issue what happened. I what? said that, I said Apollo 13 launched in 1969 and I was wrong. It was 1970. Wow. Okay. So sorry to that, whichever anal prick. 
right. tweeted me saying that, that was it was good. wrong. And, and the other thing one? I said was that the shangri Las sang the song, He Hit Me and It Felt Like a Kiss. Right. Which was actually the Renettes. Right. So there you go. to those two people... Fuck I, you. No, I apologise. I'm sorry. <laughs> you apologise. You outner- don't ap- don't no, apologize. I got out-nerded. Yeah. Anyway, let, 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 wait. I, I, I want to play your song, but I want to do this first. Hello. <laughs> Right, okay. Well, hello, and welcome yeah. to the Excitable Boy podcast for Wednesday, the 28th of September in the year 2016. It's nearly October. Yeah. It's nearly uh, Halloween time. Nearly, when is that? When's Halloween? Uh, the end of October. So, yeah, it's right at the end. Yeah. Do you indulge? Do you uh, yeah, I'm going to dress up as the, the Last Kings of Leon album. Right, okay. So that was pretty scary. That was pretty scary, right, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to dress up as uh, Kanye West's personal assistant. Okay. So that looks like a pretty terrifying job. I'm going to dress up uh, as the racial situation in America. Yeah, that's pretty scary. And that's very scary. But when you say that, do you mean you're going to black up? Because no, I don't no. think that's a smart idea. No, I don't think you... Re- I, no, no, it's more abstract. Oh, you're going to dress up as the tension? Yeah, yeah as the tension. I cool. just think I'd, just, I'd dress up as a massive teardrop. Donald Trump will be the most up person this Halloween, right? <laughs> what, what people dressing people up as People dressing him? up as Donald Trump. What will yeah. he dress up as? Hillary. <laughs> Um, all right, welcome to the show, everyone. Tim, I wanted to play you a song. Yeah. Last week we um, analysed the song by the artist Usher. Yeah. Who I think we can both agree we're we're big fans of. Seminal. And I wanted to play you a song of his called Trading Places. Wow. And I know what you're thinking. Like the film. This might be an homage to the mid '80s Dan Aykroyd Eddie, Eddie Murphy. Murphy film, in yeah. which a very rich man and a very poor man uh, trade uh, economic fiscal backgrounds and lifestyles for the sake of a bet of two millionaires right. it is not about that the song Trading Places by Usher is about Usher imagining himself as the woman for once and the woman taking him on a date right have you ever heard this song no I haven't okay but it's a bold experiment let's see if he pulls it off uh, I'm going to get the lyrics up for you it sounds like the kind of idea he had in a bar and scribbled on a napkin this is the guy that- then he kind of ran to the studio to record it but go on Okay, here we go. Ready? Yeah. Trading Places by Usher. And also, just, you know, before people think we're, you know, uh, shitting on Usher, Confessions yeah. Part 2 is the one of the greatest songs of all time. <laughs> yeah. No. It is. No, well, no, yeah. it's... Yeah, okay. We talked about it last week. Anyway, yeah. Trading Places by Usher. <laughs> right. He gets right in there. It's already he? great. He gets right in there. He's like, it's he's like great. right in your ear. It's he's, not, already... he's, not, he's not just, all, he's not across the room. He's right, right in your oh. fucking ear. We're going to do something different tonight. Oh yeah. <laughs> okay. Right. You're gonna wait. Oh, you're gonna take me on a date. Right. You're my door, and I'ma reach over and open yours. And whisper in my ear, I bet you really wanna do me. Right. Right. Okay, so this is him imagining himself as the woman on a date. Right. 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 So the lyrics are now we're gonna do this a little different tonight. You're gonna come over and pick me up in your ride. Okay. You're going to knock on my door mm. and you're going to wait and then you're going to take me on a date. You're going to pay, uh, 
You're gonna take me on a date. Yeah, you're gonna open my door, then I'm gonna reach over and open yours. You're gonna pay for dinner, take me to see a movie, and whisper in my ear how much you really want to do me. Right. So already Usher is, he's like showing, he, he's explaining how he is on a date, but he's just reversed the sex, right? But I don't understand, is he a woman in this scenario? I think so. And he's asking him, or is he just a man in, and a woman's picking up? Picking no, up I think it's, and whisper in my ear how much you really want to do me. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, he's the woman in this situation. Right. It's trading places. Right. Trade, trade, like, like that film with Jamie Lee Curtis and Lindsay Lohan where the right. mum becomes the daughter and the daughter becomes the mum. Right, okay. Freaky Friday. Okay. Remember that one? Yeah, yeah. It wasn't that freaky. Um, girl, now take me home and get up in my bends. Right. Pour me up a shot and force me to the bed. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I'm on the top tonight. This is the chorus. Oh wait, should, should we hear it? Do you yeah, need yeah. to hear it? Yeah, let's 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 hear this. I mean, it's... Right. force me to the bed. That's quite dark. Like yeah. that's what he does on a date. Yeah. He pours them a shot and then yeah. forces them onto his bed. Yeah, yeah. And tell me to shut up before the neighbours hear me. Right. This is how this is how it feels when you do it like me. Uh huh. We're trading places. Okay. So what's is he making some kind of point? What's the point? Well, I think his point is is that he's trying to show what it's like to, to go out with him. To go out with him, but also <laughs> to, go, to be slightly raped by. I mean, it's it is aggressive. Yeah. And then also, what it's his expectation of what the woman is meant to do as well, and what he's meant to do. Right. It's very basic. Mm-hmm. Like the second verse goes, "I'll be waking you up to a cup of Folgers." Yeah. Which is, I believe, an American instant coffee. Yeah. Might, might, be, might be beans. Mm-hmm. Um, pancakes and eggs. I owe you breakfast in bed. So when you reverse that, it's like, so what the woman makes him breakfast the next day. She owes him breakfast. Right. Is what I should saying. And your orange juice sitting on the coaster. Toast on the side, baby. Strawberry and grape jelly. I mean, <laughs> that doesn't rhyme for one. And secondly... Some stereotyping blacks a little bit there. I, right? just, I just love the fact that you, you get to a point in the song where you just start to literally recount breakfast. <laughs> yeah. I need to fill up another few lines. Oh, yeah. there's jelly there. At no point and, is and there any toast. insecurity. At no point is there any insight into the female mind where he goes, Well, to be honest with you, while we were doing it, I kind of became aware that you're only out for yourself. Mm. You know, you only cared about pleasuring you. Yeah. And I'll be honest with you, a lot of it was from behind and I felt unloved. Yeah. You know, there's none of that. No. There's no, like, insecurity anywhere in this song. No. Right? Um, pull the curtain from the window. Time to get up, baby. Let me make this bed. Today we're going shopping. You're blowing 30 on me. 30 what? 30 Gs, mate. 30 Gs. That 30 means 30 grand. dollars Yeah. 30 John Gs. Make it 60. Spend it like you really love me. Skip dinner. We're going to rent a movie. You order Chinese food right before you do me. It's quite, it's quite weird, isn't it? Order the Chinese food. Right before you do it's me. It's quite angry, the whole thing. I guess it makes sense to have sex before dinner. Because then right. you don't have, like, bloated post-Chinese oh, so food oh, sex. Right. Okay. But I don't think that's what he's getting at here. No. I think he's really just saying, I'm a woman tonight, and, you know, look how, look how much I take care of you. And is he getting forced to the bed? Not tonight. Then he's just back on the top, trading right. on the bottom. And then the middle eight is... 
you wash the car, I'm going to walk the dog, I'm going to take out the trash with nothing but your t-shirt on. He's already given, he's given her a lot of things to do. Yeah. Uh, she has a role. I'm going to press your <laughs> shirt. Like, he just slept with this girl after one date and he's right. making her press his fucking shirt. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to press your shirt, I'm going to wrinkle mine up. In the kitchen, girl, we crazy, we don't give a fuck. Where do you want me? It's mm. really like, am I wrong? Is this song terrifying? Yeah. <laughs> Is this not one of the scariest songs I've ever heard in my life? You imagine singing it like with dead eyes. But just, imagine just, just... that you, he hasn't reversed the sexes and he's just saying this song. Yeah. I'm going to take you on a date. I'm going to pull you a shot. I'm going to fuck you on the bed. I'm going to whisper in your ear. Oh yeah, I really want to do you. It's like, mm. this is the hallmarks of a sociopath. Yeah. Right? Yep. And the fact that he's reversed the sexist makes it even more sociopathic. Mm-hmm. Doesn't it? Yeah. And then the last line, last two lines of the song is, stay tuned for part two. You've been me. I've been you. Right. Usher loves a part two. He's got confessions part two. And then what happens in part two? What happens in part two? Well, the, I don't know. There isn't a part there two. There isn't a part two. If there was a sequel to this song, it should be him as the woman realizing that he is a prick. Right. And trying to leave. Yeah, and also, yeah. Being terrified of him. The restraining order song. Um, he goes, stay tuned for part two. You've been me, I've been you. But now we're going to switch this thing back and I'm going to put it in your ass. <laughs> <laughs> so what does it really say? That's the lyric. That's what it says? That's the lyric. That's what it says? Yeah. So he, he cuts the word ass out. Ready? I'm just going to put it in your ass. Get it, get it. Get it, get it. Here's the ending. It's like where all misogynistic R&B is driving towards anyway, and he, he had the balls to just say, yeah, this is this is where the song's driving. Every R&B song's driving towards, I'm going to put it in your ass. Nothing fascinates me more than the sensitive R&B track. Yeah, because it's all about sodomy. Is he trying to make, is it sex music? He's trying to seduce this woman, right? Or is he trying to, show her in, an, in a passive-aggressive way that he has a hard time looking after her. I don't get, I don't get what the song is. I think he's is trying it, to tell people that he understands the female perspective. I tweeted it, and um, the Alex Fox replied saying, is he into pegging? What's pegging? I don't know. Well, let's look it up. Urban Dictionary. Right. Pegging, anal sex reverse. Instead of the man sticking his penis up the woman's butt, the woman mm. wears a strap on and sticks it up. Oh, okay. That's pegging. Yeah, why is it called peg? Oh, I guess you because you peg it on. No, bit like maybe it's pegging it like you stick, you peg, you peg clothes to a yeah. line. Yeah, yeah. Maybe you peg a dick to your waist. All right, so Usher, thank you for the music. Thank you for the music. Thank you for the memories. Now fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Anyway, uh, what happened this week uh, in the news? I don't really know. Well, there was a guy in Australia. Uh, he was mauled by a shark. A surfer was mauled by a shark, and. Um, people got on jet skis and started chasing the shark. <laughs> no, they didn't. Yeah, they fucking true. did. They got on jet skis, started chasing the shark to kill it. And what's the fucking point? Retribution on the shark that did its job. It basically did what it was designed to do. A little nibble on a surfer. Well, fancy a bit of that. Apparently, sharks don't even like the taste of humans. You, okay. So you basically okay, gobbled it. Back up there. Back spam up out there. like back licorice up, all Back sort. up, back up, back up. What? How do you know they don't like the taste of humans? Because I don't think anyone has ever... Asked a shark 
I think, you know... So, what are your top fives? Well, no, no, they kind of, you know, they don't fancy it. Turtle, they jellyfish, they plankton. They don't fancy human. They don't fancy human. They spit it out. They don't finish a, a, a human. They don't go, hmm, God. What, did they catch the shark? No, but they... No, no, they, they, they got on jet skis and started chasing it and t- trying to harpoon it. Firstly... What's the point? Firstly, Oh, let's get that shark harpoons? back. Well, they had once, like, harpoon guns. What kind of jock prick has a jet ski and a harpoon to hand? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was just, uh, I just, it, that story just struck me as, like, what's what the point? What a weird... Re- also, what's you, the fucking point? you're in his house. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. If yeah. you come in my house and I decide to throw water on you, you, mm. you, you I, maybe I shouldn't have done it, but you walked into my fucking house. Yeah, yeah. When you go in the ocean, all bets are off. Yeah, exactly. You're in their home. Yeah, yeah. Anything that happens, you can't complain about. Mm-hmm. And that's why I don't go in the sea. Yeah, okay. I won't even go out of my depth when I'm at the beach. It terrifies me. You're constantly out of your depth. Yeah, literally, not metaphorically. They have tiny brains. Yeah. Big hungry mouths. Also in Australia this week, yeah. uh, mooning is now illegal. What, showing your ass? Mm-hmm. The, how, how? In all states? In all, in like, all of Australia. In all, in all of Australia. Mm-hmm. So in Canberra, they just kind of went, got together... One this morning. is in the news. Mooning, exposing your bare buttocks in public has been made a crime in in the Australian... Oh, state of Victoria. Right, in the state of Victoria, exactly. Under new laws that also ban streaking and singing an obscene song or ballad. <laughs> but I love, I love that yeah. they had to specify ballad. Right. Just in case someone wanted to sing something yeah, yeah. that was obscene yeah. and then turned it into a slow song. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then thought they were getting away with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. well, you can't sing, you can't sing obscene songs. Mm. Get, you can't sing "Get Your Tits Out" for the lads anymore. Yeah, but I turned it into a lament. This is the ballad. Get your tits out. Get your tits out. I, don't, I actually get don't know them, the next chord. Get them, get them out for the lads. Ah. Get, get your tits out. out. Get them out. Who was that? Do you know who sang that song? No, it was um. God, what's his name? Drowned. Jeff Buckley. Correct. Boom. Yeah, it was Jeff Buckley. Yeah. 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 What else happened this week? Can you explain to me what the fuck? Why the fuck? Yeah. British, the great break off of Britain. The great is British the top story off. on the news. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With all, is the world so great now that that's the only thing that's wrong with it to the point where it's the top story on the fucking news? Yeah, people love it though. Who gives a shit? People love it. People love it. It's Pre- a stupid show. Nice people doing nice things, Josh. That's what it is. It's uncynical. It's wholesome. People just you just fucking so what show. happens? What happens? It's moved channels. The rights got bought by Sky. Channel Four. Hmm. Channel Four. No. Yeah. Channel no, Four. No. Yeah. It's Channel Four. No. No. It's Channel 4? No. It's Channel 4? No. Oh my god. GBBO Channel 4. Channel 4 planning to replace GBO Superkins with Jerry Horner. It's Channel 4. It says it right there. No. British Breakoff, Channel 4's act. Stop giving me the finger and saying no, you're wrong. <laughs> no. I don't agree with that. No, I don't Channel agree 4. with that. Channel 4. No. Cha- no. Here we go. What about this from the Guardian? Great British Bake Off moves to Channel Four. No, no. Can you explain to me what the big deal is with with that show? No. So um, the, host... no, the big deal is the well. The big deal is it's very popular. The hosts are very popular. The um, the expert Mary Berry, 
she's a so she's staying or going no she's leaving because she's would you host Great British Bake Great British Bake Off would I host let the... me get wait here's right. the here's the conditions right it's a million pounds right right yeah a series great but for the whole season you have to have one bollock hanging out of your <laughs> jeans um and, is it in shot? And your name, it's in shot at points. Not always. Not always, no. It's not always, but just they, they, yeah, occasionally yeah. there'll do be a cutaway yeah, and you'll yeah. go, what the fuck? Contractually, right? twice, twice C- an episode. Contractually, two yeah. shots of a bollock hanging the, out your face. But the camera will like pan you in that soft focus, shallow depth of field. Yeah, way. like when across, they do the way shot across of the cake. Yeah, across the cake. It, <laughs> it just keeps panning. <laughs> so you stood behind the table <laughs> and just one, one bollock. One testicle there. One bollock yeah. hanging out. And, and here's the other condition. With a very aggressive focus pull here's onto it. Here's the other condition. Right at the end, yeah. Your name yeah. is Bollock Tim. <laughs> bollock Tim. That's the condition, and you. but it's a million pounds a season. Would you do it? On the ident, can it be just B.Tim? Nope. No, join. What's the name of the guy that stayed? I don't know. Okay, well, the guy that I'm stayed. I'm Bollock. So I have to say hello, I'm Bollock Tim. No, yeah, you go, hello, welcome to Great British Bake Off. She's said da 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 And bollock he's Tim. Bollock Tim. Yeah. Coming up on the show today, someone makes a cake. It'd be better if I was called Bollock. Is that all that happens? They it make would, a it cake. It'd be better if I was called Bollock out, because at least then it would be a character. No, name. you're Bollock Tim. It would be. An and every, the reason that no. you're called Bollock Tim is because I want everyone to call you that till the day you die on the street. Lefty or righty? Why am I dying on the choose. street? Why am no, I dying? No, no, on... till the day you die. Like, I want people to call Why you I... on the street. Oh, okay. You're right. not going to die on the street. Yeah, I mean, let's the... face it. There's a chance you'll die on the street. Till the day you die on the street, right? But I want people to always call you that, and right. that's that's why. But it's a million pounds a season. Lefty or righty? You can vary, You can choose. I can. I don't. I, I won't switch. discriminate against bollocks. Can but I? But never two out at once. Can I disguise it with paint? Uh, only for the Easter special. <laughs> <laughs> Of course I'd do it. Of course I'd do it. They have to paint your ball like, a, like it's it. an Easter egg. I would be called Bollock Tim and I would take a million quid. Of course I would. Would you do Okay, well, let's switch it around. Would you do it? Mm-hmm. Right, you're getting a million pounds a season. To host the British. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The British, you're still called, the you're called, you're called Josh. British it's all fine. Bake Off. The only contractual stipulation is you have to fuck a cake every season. For like about ten minutes. Ten minutes? Ten, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you have to fuck a cake till disintegration. What is it, a Victoria sponge? I like a Victoria sponge. Um, you don't get to choose. Is there the cake. coconut sprinkles? They do. We do like a phone-in vote thing, like X Factor, <laughs> and they pick the cake. And how many times? Once. A- I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over seventy percent of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com/people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, "What the f are you talking about? You insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from thirty dollars a month to just fifteen dollars a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com/slash-switch. Forty-five dollars up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited, more than forty gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Season, and then it just yeah, comes back Susan? from the outbreak. Yeah. We'll find out how well Susan's yeah. quesadilla does yeah. after Josh pounds this cake. <laughs> yeah. 
It's a bit like when and Linda then I cut that, I look at the camera and go, it's not even pound cake. Right. Anyway, yes, the answer is yes, of Great. course. For a million pounds, I would do far worse than right. that. I would, do, I would do that while kicking children. Uh, yeah. So there you go. That was, I mean, that was weirdly disgusting. Mm. Um, sh- letters? Yeah. Everywhere you can write into the show, uh, if you've got a work-related problem, like, Oh, Tim, your co-worker called Dwayne has bought a bicycle with two seats. I believe they call it a tandem bicycle. It's a tandem bike, yeah. And he's very excited about it. But he doesn't have anything new one to ride with. And he keeps dropping hints for you to ride with him. That's me on the tandem. It's him on the tandem. That's me on the bicycle. Riding through town. Quietly hating myself. He has no one to ride with. People laugh with me. Poor Dwayne has to ride through London on his own on a two-seater bicycle. He's very depressed. He starts taking unnecessary risks. Like going inside articulated lorries. Oh my god, he almost kills himself. Because you haven't gone on the bicycle with him. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, I fucked that up. I thought that I saw you pedaling. I thought that I saw you riding. Oh shit. I think I thought I saw you ride. But now you're dead. There you go. You didn't, you didn't ride with Dwayne. Or a relationship problem like... You met a girl called Cassandra. She is a bit crazy. She has a fascination with zoo animals. She invites you to the zoo. You don't want to go because you're getting a bad feeling about it. Anyway, you give in to the pressure. You end up at London Zoo. You end up outside the lion enclosure. She goes, watch this, and jumps into the lion enclosure. You start screaming for the, all the attendants to help to get her out. She doesn't care. She dies. She jumped into a lion enclosure. Or a sex problem like... You like Tabasco on your cock. <laughs> Where did that come from? I don't know. That came from somewhere deep inside you, I fear. Okay, uh, everybody you write to the show, um, although I have been told for legal reasons to say that we are not trained advice givers and anything that we do say um, should be taken in jest. Yeah. And what they mean by that is, is a joke. They don't mean swallow it. No. Okay, dear EBP. This one is called Slept with Sister-in-Law. Right. Dear EBP. <laughs> God, sorry, I just heard that. I said it right, but now I've heard it. Yeah, right. <laughs> you, seem, you seem like it's not... I was like, yeah, that's a run yeah. the mill. Of course, what, of course. Why, why, who why doesn't, wouldn't you? Why who wouldn't doesn't you? bang their sister-in-law? Why wouldn't you? Why if you've got balls, you'll do it. Yeah. Uh, firstly, it's not as bad as it sounds. Right. I mainly use that title so you would read the email out. <laughs> wow. Here's the deal. Needy. My brother has been with his, with his girlfriend a year. Yeah. Last week. Oh, wait, sorry. My brother's been with his girlfriend a year. Last week, they got engaged. Two years ago, I met a girl on a night out and had a one-night stand with her. It was the same girl. Right. So, in a roundabout way, after they get married, I would have slept with my sister-in-law. Should I tell my brother I don't want to keep a secret from him forever, but there's always the chance he will flip out? I mean, I've had a year to tell him. What should I do? Well, you you missed the fucking window there, haven't you? Yeah, let me let me give you a, a hint about life. Uh, so people keep secrets. Yeah. 
Some some people take secrets to the grave. They do. Yeah. They stare out over the icy tundra that is life and swear to themselves they're going to keep this horrible, dark secret. Everyone gets home at one point <laughs> late at night in their life and goes, no one will ever find out what just happened. No one. No. Yeah. And that's fine. That's fine. I mean, that's to a point. Fine. To a point. No, no. It's a point. Yeah, I mean, not to, you shouldn't you know, completely isolate yourself and cut yourself off, but every now and again, there's a real humdinger that you just have to keep under your hat. Yeah. <laughs> there is no good way to take your brother aside and say, yeah, hey, how's bro. How's that going to go? Let's hey, war game bro, this out. Remember we were kids and... Yeah. You came and stopped those bullies from hitting me, and then we went home and picked conkers. I fucked your wife. I fucked your, your wife to be. There's no way to do but that. But it was a long time ago. It was a different time. Different time. But I just want you to know I was there first. If I st- <laughs> just want you to know that I marked that territory. Yeah, I was there. You know, very, ago. Yeah, yeah. So. And to be honest with you, I didn't even want to call her back. I was there. And no, now and you want to spend yeah. forever with her. So. I, I fucked your wife to be and never called her. <laughs> um, would you be annoyed if I slept with your fiance? What now? No, what, like two, say it was two years before you met her. Um, I don't. I think I don't think it would be a problem. Would you be annoyed that I'd never told you? I'm not sexually threatened by you. Okay, my my advice would be, and this is separate to Tim's advice. My advice would be take this to the grave. Well, that's that would be my advice yeah. too. Don't tell anyone about this ever. In fact, or just wait for a family Christmas, get drunk, and put no, put the confession in a cracker. And pull it with him and go, tell the joke, tell the joke. It's like, oh, I fucked your wife in a different life. Make it a limerick. Do you know what? Make don't, it even, mate, don't even do that. Write it in Sharpie on his Christmas cracker hat. Yeah. So he puts it on and doesn't see it. Or, or like talk to the, the wife-to-be and go, listen, have you told him? And she'll say, no, what, are you crazy? I went, well, I think you should. I just think don't say. What's it going to help? They want, they're going to spend forever together. You know, so don't worry about it. Right. Just say you don't... No, you can't say that. You can't say I don't remember it, can you? Just ignore it. I mean, it seems to me that she also remembers and she's studiously not mentioned it. You haven't mentioned it. (laughs) So... Maybe just try it one more time to see if you like it. No harm, no foul. What do you mean? Maybe you can marry her. You know, just have one more go. One more go. You know, like another... What? That's what? Straight up betrayal. One more sex. One straight more up, sex. straight. One more sex. Straight yeah. up betrayal of your of your sibling. Hey, it's not cheating if it's your brother's wife. What the hell's that supposed to be? I don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah, never tell. Yeah, go to the, go to the grave with it. Never tell. End of. All right, next letter. Yeah. Uh, personal trainer, dear EBP. Predictably, I've got the hots for my personal trainer. He is a mega babe. And I can't stop thinking about him. I saw him in a bar on the weekend and was too nervous to say anything. Right. Also, he's seen me at my worst, struggling to do seven sit-ups and nearly vomiting after squats. How do I ask him out without looking like a pleb? Right. What's a weird, weird use of word? The word pleb. What's a pleb? Well, pleb is like from sounds the, like some kind of sea life. It's from the Latin, isn't it? Plebeian. Meaning, oh, is that what it means? Meaning everyone. Meaning just everyone. The hoi polloi. Um, how do you ask out? You put, just it's ask hard, him out. It's That's hard not a big ask, deal. Well, she'd have to find another gym. No, it's a personal trainer. Right. First of all, congratulations on doing well enough to be able to afford a personal trainer. Yeah. Um, uh, I would say, how do you ask out a guy? I'm guessing he's quite buff. Although I've started going to the gym. And um, a lot of the people at that gym. It's like this budget gym. And uh, do you know how the, the personal trainers aren't that inspiring physically? Yeah. In the sense that they are fit, but they ha- have worked certain muscle groups too much. 
So one, there's one guy with a really tiny head with massive pecs. Yeah, little guys. There's <laughs> always guy. little, little guys who always, yeah. they build up their neck legs. And they build up their like upper body. This guy has no legs. Basically massive pecs and big shoulders, but he has a tiny, tiny head. You're like, what, well, dude, why? I would, why, why, why bother? Well, you know, because he wants to make a change for himself and improve his life. Yeah, but he's made a mistake, isn't he? He spent so much time making that mistake as well. It's not just like something. It's not just like something he just did. What do you one do night. when you go to the gym? Why well, mainly jog? I might do some light weights and stuff. Okay. Well, if there's not enough, if there aren't many people there, yeah, there's too many people. That My biggest fear of the gym everyone is, has their is thing. everyone watching. Right. You know, because I look really bad when I exercise. You look incongruous. And also, the other thing I don't like is the men's changing room. Why? Like I went in one the other day. I wasn't working out. It was just for fun. Um, <laughs> I went in one the other day because I was playing uh, squash mm. for the first time in like 10 years right when I played squash with friends and then they were just like yeah well now let's go shower and I was like I don't want sh- to shower with you guys right you go in and there's just naked men like blow drying their ass crack <laughs> you know it's just it's freaky there's always a guy who's very confident parading with his cock out yeah just, and, and most people are like, oh, they get changed or whatever, it's fine. But there's one guy who's all bets are off. Yeah. His, his dick is there. He, he's almost presenting it. Anyway, our personal trainer. <laughs> uh, personal trainer. Um, just, just say when he's training you, just say, oh, you know, what are you doing on Friday night? And he'll go, well, I'm a personal trainer, so my options are very much open because everyone wants to sleep with me. Yeah. And then just go, well, why don't we go uh, for some health food? They mm. probably like that, don't they, personal trainers? Something vegetarian and with a with a weird word, quinoa. Yeah, yeah. You know, suggest something like that. He'll probably go right for it. Yeah, he'll, he'll have the quinoa, he'll have the glut- <gasps> gluten-free, and then he'll do half a gram of coke. What about this? <laughs> That's <laughs> this another thing about personal trainers, <laughs> is they also love drugs <laughs> as well. I've met a few and they fucking yeah. love drugs. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of a, a contradiction, isn't it? Um, <laughs> just say to him, why don't you say, look, oh, I um, I really want to improve my my lifestyle, help, <laughs> like food-wise, my intake, but I don't really yeah. know what to have. Yeah, why don't, yeah. Can you come with me and show me? Yeah. And okay. then, then you've bagged yourself a date yeah. under false pretenses, but a yeah. date is a date. Yeah, that's true. If he's be- in a room eating food with you, it's a date. He went, he, he have this. He went, what's that? That's a wheatgrass shot. Yeah. Have this as well. What's that? A rock of crack. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I just think ask him out. Right. Did that? I don't know. I, don't, I feel like we're not really giving great advice here, but it's thunderously good advice, Josh. Uh, yeah. What do you think? Yeah, I think just take a risk. Try to steer it over to something. Next time you're working out, going. Oh, I saw you, but I felt a bit shy and want to come up and say hello. It's like he probably. Oh, what, the, what the fuck, man. Fuck. Oh yeah, that's a good move. Oh, I saw you out on Friday yeah, night. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I and saw you. Go, Why didn't you say hi? And you were like, Oh, I just got a bit shy. You look really, you know, gorgeous and busy. I was too busy. Sorry, I said too much. Yeah, I was too busy committing you to memory for later. <laughs> <laughs> no, just say that. You'd be like, oh god, next time you see me, as you go. It's like, okay, next time are you in that bar often. Oh, why why don't we go there? Do you know what? If you actually want a surefire way of communicating with him on a level that isn't on personal training, wait till about midnight on Friday night and just send him a text saying, Do you know where I can get some coke? <laughs> yeah because he will yeah because yeah. he's a personal trainer, a personal trainer. And all personal trainers love drugs you heard it here all right next letter right all right this one weirdly is called a roommate fucked jesus <laughs> okay and it's long oh 
A couple of months ago, I met a guy at a house party and we immediately got along. Let's call him Jesus. Right. After we went out every day until he left for summer, one day he even slept at my place. Nothing romantic slash sexual happened, but I got a huge crush on him. After Jesus left, we kept talking through Facebook and he repeatedly called me friend or dude. We were both really excited to meet again. I just saw him again last weekend and we went out for drinks for two days straight. That's called a bender. Anyway, he stayed at my place. Nothing happened, but he started saying things and acting like something could happen. On the third day, he rose from the dead. Ha ha. No, he didn't. Leave the, can you leave? <laughs> Sorry. Okay, seriously, leave the jokes to us. Yeah. On the third day, Jesus and his brother came to my apartment for a house party. His brother started flirting with me, and a bit after I saw Jesus next to us making out with my roommate. This sounds like it's heading toward an orgy. Right. I was pissed. Is that angry or drunk? It's, it's angry. It was American. Long was story short, I fucked his brother. And apparently he slept with my roommate. Well, he didn't. I mean, if it says apparently, I mean, he... He did. He, yeah. Totally did. We were all pretty wasted. Now he's acting kind of weird. No one has brought up what happened, but I'm pretty sure he knows. I know there's not much of a chance for something serious to happen now, but I don't want to lose the friendship. What do I do? Greetings from your two Mexican fans. Me and my sister. <laughs> we have two Mexican fans. Great. Great. Two. 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 Just I'll two. take it. In the whole country, you know. Well, we've never been there. We've never been How there. many people are in Mexico? Seven? If about seven or eight, yeah. Yeah. So it's, just, it's, it's a stronghold of the population. Strong. Yeah, it's good. Um, I don't understand what this question is. Why, she, she's fucked the brother of Jesus. She fucked the guy that she fancies brother, and then her housemate slept with him. Uh, and so now it's ruined everything I know there's not much of a chance for something serious to happen now but I don't want to lose his friendship what do I do well you're not going to lose his friendship he no. slept with your housemate you slept with his brother you guys are all great friends now yeah you have stories yeah a story a great big story that binds you yeah if you want to be even better friends just do swapsies right <laughs> sorry I could never do that you know I don't think I'd be able to do a, a foursome do you know what I mean threesome a lot of Lot of, it's like plate spinning yeah isn't it and like when do you take turns what do you tag each other out what do you do yeah and also I mean people don't say people always think of threesomes and you know orgies or whatever it's like oh you know like, like a buffet of sex yeah. yeah like oh my god there's a chicken wing oh my god there's a volifon oh there's trifle <laughs> yeah, yeah. what there's cheesecake yeah, yeah. but like that's really... why you could never do an orgy because you'd say those things <laughs> <laughs> but the main thing with sex is it's really hard just to please one person right you know, yeah, yeah. when have you ever sexually satisfied anyone? You probably haven't. Yeah, and the so, chances are you all have nothing in common, really. Yeah, because if you got to the orgy part anyway, you don't really have orgy with people you kind of know, do you? Also, you you're, that's the kind of thing that happens with strangers. Yeah, and then you're going to have sex, and then afterwards, someone's going to be like, put their cards on the table politically and say they're really right wing, and you're going to be like, ah. Also, what about, um, you know, that feeling of complete inner sadness that you get after sex? Right. Times that by, what, four? Mm. For the number of people in the room? It's going to be a bummer. Yeah. You know? But anyway, that's not what she's saying. She's saying that she wants to be this guy's friend, but he slept with a housemate, she slept with his brother. That doesn't affect a friendship. No. That can affect a relationship. Yeah. But if you're mates, then what's the big deal? Well, what, you both, you both had sex. Yeah. What's the problem here? There's no problem. Why is this a problem? It's not a problem. If you're going to write in all the way from Mexico, give us a fucking problem. What is it? What is it? 
Well, she didn't write in all the way from Mexico. She just wrote. She wrote and, from sent, Mexico. and sent an email, and it got to us. Okay, all right, fine. I take it back. However, I don't know what the big deal is here. Yeah, just you know, you can you can have sex. Right. With people and yeah. still be friends. Yeah. It's fine. It's called wingmanning. Basically, you wingman each other. Yeah. Which makes you great friends. Yeah. Unless you're in love with him. In which case, you probably shouldn't have slept with his brother. Yeah. Which means you've ruined it forever. It never goes back together again. Have a nice life. Yeah. It's like sliding doors, but with sex. My, my, my advice here is don't worry about it. Yep. Yeah. Because, you know... Unless you're in love with him, don't worry. You're just going to stay friends. Yeah. And you'll go out with each other and maybe you'll get drunk and have sex. Just chill out or write him a poem. Yeah. Nothing says I, I enjoy our friendship as much as a 15-verse as a yeah. poem. Write him a 15-verse epic poem. Yeah. <laughs> in free verse. In free verse. Don't yeah. even make it rhyme. No, don't even make it rhyme. Yeah. yeah. Done. Anyway, uh, are we done? <laughs> Exactly. That's I think it for so. another week. Go on iTunes, leave us a review, uh, mm. and uh, go on uh, um, a no, just iTunes. Leave us a review on iTunes. Do it. Yeah. Be give us five stars. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's it. Join us next yeah. week for more nothing. Yeah. Uh, this has been the Excitable Boy Podcast, and I hope everyone takes care of themselves and wrap up because winter's coming. I've been Tim. I've been Josh. Yeah. And uh, if you're in London on Monday, the 3rd of October, come see the Kenneths at the Black Heart as our record comes out. Oh, shit, our record comes out on Friday. You're launching. The EP, Double N, comes out this Friday. Mm-hmm. So make sure you get your copy. Yeah. Or come to the Kenneths launch for the EP yeah. on Monday, the 3rd, Black Heart Camden, and you get a free copy. Just out of curiosity, you haven't timed the album release to any major political event. Not like this Brexit. time. No. Right, good, good. We did, no. Because Brexit happened on the day... That our first single came out. Yeah. yeah that was good. <laughs> we planned it. Yeah, to- totally. Yeah, we didn't, to- want any, we didn't want any press. Yeah, totally. We didn't want any good reviews. No, no, cool. Or bad reviews. We just yeah. didn't want any press, so we thought, let's put it out on the day we leave. Cool bands hide behind seismic shifts in the political landscape. Yeah, that's what you do. <laughs> we're going on tour next week. Uh, we're doing London, Milton Keynes, Norwich, Manchester, Glasgow, Newcastle, York, Birmingham, Swansea, Southampton. All tickets are available now at thekenneths.com, although I'll probably put the link in this podcast information. Right. And we'll see you next week. Uh, bye. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.